Today is Wednesday, April 19th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Just before opening arguments in the Fox News vs. Dominion trial were set to begin, the two parties agreed to settle with Fox paying a total of $787.5 million to Dominion Voting Systems. While that is only about half of the original $1.6 billion asked in the lawsuit, it's actually the largest ever settlement for a libel case in U.S. history. However, Fox will not be required to apologize or admit that they lied on air. The furthest it appears they'll be going is their post-lawsuit statement, where they said that they, quote, acknowledged the court's rulings finding certain claims about Dominion to be false. Coming up, there is another big defamation suit against Fox News by election vendor Smartmatic, a UK company that filed for $2.6 billion in damages. A statement from one of Smartmatic's attorneys said that, quote, Dominion's litigation exposed some of the misconduct and damage caused by Fox's disinformation campaign. Smartmatic will expose the rest. I don't know, it seems like Fox has their legal game on lock. You may need to call in the big guns. Kristen Van Orman. The 84-year-old man who shot 16-year-old black teenager Ralph Yarl on April 13th in Kansas City, Missouri, surrendered to police yesterday after being charged with two felonies. Here's what happened. Andrew Lester shot Yarl in the head through a glass door after the teenager accidentally rang his doorbell, mistakenly thinking that he was at the home of a friend of his siblings, who he was there to pick up. Even after he was shot in the head but still alive, he was turned away from two homes he went to for help before being taken to the hospital. Lester has been charged with first-degree assault and armed criminal action, but not with a hate crime, and he was released after posting $200,000 bail. Jarl has been released from the hospital as he is miraculously and thankfully recovering, and over a thousand of his classmates came out in protest to support him earlier this week. Our next story feels, to me, like it could be a second cousin of the Ralph Jarl story. A local newspaper in McCurtain County, Oklahoma, McCurtain Gazette News released an audio recording of officials from the county sheriff's office, including Sheriff Kevin Clardy himself, where they can be heard musing about hiring a hitman to kill reporters and complaining that it's now illegal to lynch black people. In the recording, the county commissioner can be heard saying that he knows two or three hitmen in Louisiana who are, quote, very quiet guys, and lamenting that black people, quote, have more rights than we got. Well, maybe that is not the case right now, but after a potential felony conviction, the county commissioner will have arguably manifested that reality for himself. This audio came to light after journalists from that very newspaper, the ones who they wanted to kill, released an eight-part expose that contained multiple allegations of corruption from within the sheriff's office. Certainly sounds like it. Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt and the congressional representative of the county have called for Sheriff Clardy to resign and it is likely that felony charges will be filed. On a more hopeful note, President Biden signed an executive order yesterday that includes more than 50 directives to cabinet officials and federal government agencies to reform the country's child care and long-term care systems, to make them cheaper and broaden access. And it is about time. The order aims to improve transparency and access for home care services, including for veterans, as well as boost industry standards and expand federal coverage. Biden's 2024 budget also proposes $600 billion in spending for childcare and early education. 
But as we all know, that is up to Congress. Absolutely none of whom will require long-term care anytime in the near future. Mm, Nope, won't be them. For our final story today, we have yet another round in the eternal battle between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and his arch nemesis, the Walt Disney Corporation. DeSantis made headlines when he announced that the Republican-controlled state legislature would be changing the law to subject Disney World to new inspections. And at the time, he simultaneously suggested that Florida might look into raising Disney's taxes and perhaps turn the land next to it into a rival theme park or a state prison which I'm sure is nothing that Disney can't solve with some creative landscaping. And just when I was daydreaming about Disney responding by announcing they would offer free day passes to people who were formerly incarcerated, they announced that they would actually be hosting a Pride Night in June called Disneyland After Dark. Now, that would be a fun place to catch a Republican lawmaker on his night off, outing him as not only a hypocrite, but a Disney adult. A girl can dream. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.